0: and welcome to today's Meet the Artist interview. This program is presented by the San Francisco Ballet. Today's interview will be podcast on our website, sfballet.org, along with other wonderful content. So I'd like to welcome our online listeners as well. Today is Sunday, May 3rd, and we are in the War Memorial Opera House before a matinee performance of Helgi Thomason's Romeo and Juliet. This is the concluding program of the San Francisco Ballet's 2015 rep season, which is also Helgi Thomason's 30th season as artistic director and principal choreographer. My name is Andy Yunoni, and I'm the director of education and training. I'm very pleased to welcome you, and I'm very pleased to welcome our guest, Norika Matsuyama. Hello. She was a former student in our school and she is the first year member of the Corps de Ballet. Norika will be signing Lookbooks, our beautiful souvenir program with photos of the company, in the ballet shop on the mezzanine level immediately following this interview. Norika, we've known each other for a while. Yes. <laughs> it is such a pleasure to interview you. Thank you. You were born in Japan and made it to San Francisco by way of Southern California. Tell us a little bit about your early training in Japan and how you came to the United States.
1: Um, So well, I was born in Japan and I started my ballet training when I was two years old with my sister. And (laughs) there's a lot of small local studios in Japan and we just went to the one that was nearby our house, and you know, it turned out to be a really good one for us. And we stayed there until, I guess, when I was about 13, and our family got relocated to the United States, and then we moved to Southern California. And when we moved, um, we found this ballet school that was nearby, and it had a very strict Waganova training, and I really didn't like it at first <laughs> because it was so strict, and I wasn't used to that kind of training, but um, now that I look back, I'm glad I did. And I stayed there for a couple of years, and um, and then I moved to a bigger school for about a year. And then after I graduated from high school, I went to the summer intensive here in San Francisco Ballet School. And they offered me to stay for the year program. And I said yes, and <laughs> I did a year in level eight and another year in trainee program. And now I'm here. <laughs> <finishing>. Very
0: exciting.
1: <laughs> yeah. The trainee program from San
0: Francisco Ballet School provided many opportunities, such as traveling for performances, uh, both in our local community as well as elsewhere. Sometimes the trainees uh, tour abroad as well. Um, talk to us about how those experiences prepared you for joining the company.
1: Um, let's see, well, as trainees, we get to perform with the company um, and they require a lot of court ballet or anything. So I got to perform uh, a few times in their Nutcracker and let's see what else I did. I did Cinderella, I can't remember. <laughs>
0: Seems like such a long time ago, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You were featured this season in Miles Thatcher's New Ballet, Manifesto, Mm -hmm. but you had worked with him a little bit before as a trainee. Tell us about that experience working with Miles when you were still in the school.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, I saw his, his piece um, when I was in level eight. I think it was, it was in Gala when they did, I can't remember the name, but it was two couples and after watching that, I was so fascinated by his work. And that same year, the trainees did Stone and Steel and I got shivers and you know, I really loved that piece and I couldn't wait to work with him as a trainee. And during my trainee year, um, he created a piece called Spectrum on us for Showcase. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and when I joined the company, Um, he invited me to, um, be in his new piece, and I was excited, but, um, originally I was this, like, extra cast that was learning everything, so I wasn't even going to perform, (laughs) I guess. And
0: then? (laughs) And
1: then, I mean, a lot of things happened in the company, and (laughs) somehow I ended up, (laughs) doing all the shows, yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> Did anybody see uh, The
0: Manifesto and love seeing Norika on stage? Thank you. It was especially thrilling for those of us who work in the school because many of the, the cast members of that ba- ballet in particular mm-hmm. were former trainees and, and yes. school kids. <laughs> and so it was really fun just yeah. to see them, you know, kind of from through the generations, from Daniel Davison, to um, who was one of the early trainees, through uh, Norika's class. Did it feel different to work with Miles as a company member, more as a peer-to-peer, than it did when he was the company member and you were the school student?
1: Mm-hmm. I guess so. I, I felt more... Relaxed <laughs> around him, and yeah, as a student, you know, we were kind of nervous to say anything, but <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Great, yeah, great, great, great.
0: So um, you mentioned that you were initially cast and were probably. Um, just understudying roles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when you found out that you were going to be kind of thrust into the middle of the piece, Mm -hmm. did you have a particular way of working with him on learning everything?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I've been learning and I knew the steps and, you know, I I mean, I I knew the steps, but (laughs) I wasn't ready to perform, you know, put together and have a new partner too, Mm. so it was really stressful. (laughs) So how
0: did you prepare then? How
1: did I prepare? Um, I feel like I didn't even have time to prepare myself, which was good because I didn't even have time to freak myself out.
0: (laughs) You've had a great first year with the company Many other students and trainees spend a year as an apprentice and then may be invited to join the core, mm-hmm. but you pretty much came directly into the core. Is
1: that mm-hmm. how it happened? Um, actually, I at the end of my trainee year, um, I was offered an apprenticeship with the company, and which I was very excited about because I didn't even think I would make it to this company. <laughs> so. Um, And then I started working with the company during the summer. And I believe it was, like, on the third day when I was at home, Helgi called me and he said, "Um, I would like to invite you to join the company or something. And I was like, I I thought I was already (laughs) in the company. (laughs) I, I didn't really know what was happening, so I literally ran to the ballet. <laughs> and then um, I saw the company mon- manager, Lauren Chadwick, and she said, yeah, you're a part of court Ballet now. And I was like, what? Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I think that <laughs> Well, thank you.
0: So once you joined the company, mm-hmm. what surprised you, or what was different than you expected?
1: Well, it was, it was a lot different from being when I was a trainee. Just the different, like the amount of workload we have here. <laughs> Once the season starts, you, you don't have time to rest. And I wasn't really prepared for that the beginning of the season. And I remember being so exhausted every day. But, you know, now now I know what it's like, (laughs) and I'm a little bit more used to it, so I think I'll have more fun next year. (laughs) Looking back,
0: what stands out to you on your first year in the company? What are the highlights? Maybe starting with (laughs) Nutcracker.
1: Yes, that's probably the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, Um... so during the Nutcracker rehearsal, um, I had a private rehearsal for something that I didn't know about. And I went to the rehearsal and Betsy told me that Helgi wanted you to learn the role of sugar plum. And <laughs> it was crazy. I, <laughs> I just joined the company and then I expected to do like these snowflakes and lots flowers and maybe some other roles, but I didn't expect to do Sugar Plum at all. Like, <laughs> so it, it, I was just so surprised. And, and I, I, I worked hard in, in rehearsals and I was fortunate enough to have two shows, I think. Yeah. So yeah, it was, I was really nervous. I've never been that nervous in my life. Never. <laughs> so, in the process
0: of learning, how mm-hmm. did all of that work? Did you look at video? Did you work with the ballet masters? Mm-hmm. Did you work with uh, Helgi? How, how? What was the process um, of learning?
1: Well, I tried to, you know, watch all the videos there was and see how, you know, the principals um, perform it and. We had a lot of time rehearsing. I, I had a lot of time with Betsy rehearsing it. Mm-hmm. and
0: That's Betsy, Betsy Erickson, who's one of the ballet masters.
1: Yes. Um, and Yeah, and I also had, you know, there was also like group rehearsals where there were other sugar plums. So um, it was great because, you know, I got to be in the same studio as more experienced dancers here. So I, I got to absorb a lot, of, a lot of things, yeah.
0: That's really important for a young dancer, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. What are the roles you will dance in Romeo and Juliet? And you you, you
1: had one show at least the other day, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, I am one of the Juliet's friends, and I also do the female part in Acrobat.
0: Ah, that acrobat, that's a prominent role. How did you react when you learned you were cast?
1: I was excited. I think you were.
0: <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about the role. Uh, what is challenging about it, fun, unique?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, acrobat, there's two, uh, two, two boys and one girl. Mm-hmm. And for me, there's a little solo part but particularly hard Difficult sequence for me, at least, <laughs> and that's that's a that's a little frustrating part. But other than that, it's it's really fun. You know, the boys are tossing me in the air. Well, you know, hopefully they don't drop me. But <laughs> no, I trust them. Um, and there's lots of cartwheels, so. Yeah, what's That's up fun. with those cartwheels? cartwheels? Well, you just, you know, we just tumble around the floor <laughs> and point shoes.
0: <laughs> with point shoes? Yeah. Uh, what else can our audience expect from this ballet, Romeo and Juliet, that they're seeing today?
1: Oh, this is one of my favorite ballets. I mean, I always like love classical ballets because I grew up watching a lot of classical ballets. But this, this one really, you can really get emotional. I, I, I used to cry every time when I watched them rehearse and you know, it's very dramatic. So I'm sure you'll love it.
0: Beautiful costumes. Beautiful
1: costumes, beautiful music, beautiful choreography, everything. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, we're at the end of the rep season. So, what are you going to do during your break?
1: Um, I will visit my family and. And where are they now? Uh, my parents are in Japan. So, I haven't visited Japan in two years. So, I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, when Norika was a student, her mom was here mm-hmm. with you, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then she went back to Japan after you were gainfully employed.
1: <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> She's like, now I can.
0: So you're going to go back to Japan, and then are you also uh, visiting your sister? Yes, yes. And where are you going?
1: (laughs) Well, she's in Orlando right now, so, you know, hopefully I can get some Disney World experience.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, So I'm going to ask just kind of a couple of general questions. Mm What's your dream role, or what are your dream roles?
1: Mm. Definitely, well, it's too big of a dream, but definitely Juliet and Romeo and Juliet, Mm. and also uh, Giselle.
0: Mm. Yeah. Very, very (laughs) cool. (laughs) And thinking about... um, the fact that you get to dance in this incredible company with all of these wonderful artists mm-hmm. what what is what what is something that you gain from being around this caliber of artists day in and day out, all these wonderful principal dancers, our soloists, and even your fellow core members as well
1: um, I like that how everybody in this company is. Different. There's I don't know, different types of dancers. And I don't know, there's always something you can gain from each and every one of dancers here. So yeah. And what
0: do you do in your spare time?
1: My spare time. Well, we don't really get any spare time, but <laughs> on the weekends, I try to sleep in as much as I can and rest. So your hobby is sleep. I, I like cooking, too. <laughs>
0: what kind of things do you cook?
1: Um, Japanese foods. <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, whatever that pops into my mind.
0: <laughs> That's great. Um I think we have a little time for questions from the audience. Ah there's a hand that popped up. Yes. Sure, so the question was that we mentioned the school's trainee program, and and the question is, uh, describe the school structure from level one to eight. So first of all, the trainee program sits on top of the school. So you have levels one to eight, and then the trainee program lives on top of the school. So it is a one to two year program for students invited by Helgi and also by school associate director Patrick Armand for an intensive one or two year experience. It's designed to bridge the gap from school to company. So the students do their own performances, they have their own schedule that's uh, separate from the rest of the school. They do a lot of work with the company. Um, They sometimes have opportunities to tour with the company. Um, uh, What else, Norika? The, the trainees have been to Cannes, they've been to Toronto, Tokyo, mm-hmm. um, we have an exchange program with Houston Ballet too. we were in Houston last fall, and Houston Ballet 2 is coming here in November for the second part of that exchange, so it's, it's a lot about learning. Um, there's a choreography um, element to it, in fact Miles Thatcher was a trainee, and he um, uh, did work on the trainees, and every year since that first time, he had um, made ballets for the trainees until finally Helgi asked him to do a work for the company. So that's about the trainees uh, program. From the rest of the school, levels one to eight, it's by audition only, and the kids follow a sequential curriculum that has been developed by Patrick Armand. And they have to meet the requirements of the curriculum um, and have the requisite um, physical development and maturity to be able to move from one level to the next. So we sort of have the lower school levels one to four, intermediate is sort of five and six, the advanced is seven and eight, and then of course the training program. So that's how that works. Another question? Yes. So the question is, Norika, what is, what's a day in the life of (laughs) Norika?
1: So once the season start, um, I guess we have class from either like 10 or 11, and we have rehearsals in the afternoon until maybe about five o'clock. And then at night we have show, and that goes till probably till 11.
0: So what time do you wake up in the morning?
1: I wake up um, around 8, 8.30, yeah.
0: And do you have um, a routine that you have before you come to class in the morning?
1: Yes, I, I, I try to wake up early so that I can warm up before class, you know, be prepared.
0: And then at the end of your day, after a performance, do you have a cooling down period or do you just run home and hit the
1: <laughs> Sometimes I do that. Sometimes you know, I try to massage the muscles by myself so it's not crunchy the next morning you wake up. We
0: probably all know what crunchy muscles feel like.
1: In the <laughs> <body>. <laughs> Another
0: question? That's a great question. So the question is, what is the difference between a trainee or a school class from company class?
1: Actually, class itself, I would say the school class is much harder than the company class. (laughs) First of all, it's longer. Um, Company class is only about one hour and 15 minutes. It's mainly for warming up your body for the rehearsals or for the show. Whereas in the school, The class is like an hour and 45 minutes. And, you know, I mean, you're there to train and so.
0: You have somebody telling you what to do every minute. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you get a lot of corrections. And, yeah, I mean, I try to come back to the school to take class, but I'm always scared that I'm (laughs) I'm not going to be able to finish the class. So I've been avoiding.
0: (laughs) I won't tell Patrick that.
1: I'll be better next year. (laughs)
0: So um, that was a really great question. I think we have time for maybe one more question. Yes. So the question is, as a a dancer in the company, when you have questions about technique or choreography or anything related to the ballet that you may or may not be working on, how do you approach one of the ballet masters? Um,
1: I guess, I mean, we can always go up to them and ask. And
0: so they're very approachable.
1: I, I'd say so, the ballet masters, yeah, they're very nice, and um, also like a lot of um, older members of the company. Um, when they see something, they come approach you and you know give some tips. So that's been very helpful since, and it's a big, it's a really big company, so. You know, we don't get the individual attention always, so, yeah.
0: That makes sense. Did that answer your question?
1: I don't Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right, so as I said, Norica is going to be Upstairs on the mezzanine level, signing lookbooks. If any of you would like to come up, Um, but I really want to thank Norika for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. Wish you
1: great success for the end of the season and next year. Thank you so much.